This podcast is made possible by supporters like you. Mahalo. And by Atlas Insurance Agency, Hawaii's largest professional agency, helping Hawaii navigate insurance solutions since 1929. More at atlasinsurance.com. Hello, my kako. Welcome to a new episode of What's Going With? We start every conversation with that question. I'm Ron Mizutani, and today we're going to be talking about a very special island tradition. May Day is Lay Day. I almost have to sing that, yeah? May Day is Lay Day in Hawaii. Uh, the first Lay Day was celebrated on May 1st, 1927, with a few people wearing lei in downtown Honolulu. Over time, more and more people began to wear lei on May 1, May 1st, and thus began the tradition of May Day is Lei Day in Hawaii. Now, the first lei queen, Miss Nina Bowman, was crowned by Honolulu Mayor then Charles Arnold. That was in 1928. We are absolutely thrilled to have with us today singer, composer, hula dancer, and master lei maker, Kuana Torres Kahele. Aloha, Kuana. Welcome back to PBS Hawaii. Aloha. So good to have you here, my brother. Mahalo for having yeah. me. No, seriously, we, you are the guru. <laughs> if you will, when it comes to lay. Uh, uh, but before we get started, I have to ask Kona, what school you went? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I say more. I went Hilo. Hilo High. Hilo High, where you learn to fend for yourself. <laughs> Hilo High, home of the Vikings. Home, I'm a Viking. You start off as a spot and you end off as a Viking. And what are you today? I'm Post, a post Viking. Post Viking. <laughs> <laughs> a retired Viking. Retired Viking. Uh, let's let's jump right into it. You know, Kuana, you've been described as you know the bridge between ancient Hawaii and, and Hawaiian culture today. The go-to guy uh, for Hawaiian craft tutorials. Lay making is such a part of who you are, and thanks to your tutu, thanks to your grandma. Yeah, um, it start. You know, for me, lay making it goes back to elementary school days. For me, uh, the moment it actually takes me back to a May day. I was in the fifth grade. And it's actually how my family found out I, I could sing. And, and that's what sparked the whole thing. And so you guys mind if I show you the story? Absolutely, so yes. One, our music teacher, I forget her name. It's too far back. But she had sat us all down and she split the class up with the boys and the girls. And we were supposed to sing um, for the royal court, the Mayday court. And so she split us up, and she teached the boys' part. She teached the girls' part. And the girls' part was a high, was high. And so she said, try to teach the part. But all the girls, they shame, man. They don't like seeing the high, high part. And so the teacher says, is there nobody in this class that can sing this part? And then I was with my folder hiding my face. And really softly, I said, try to sing the part. And I could sing them. So stupid me, I raised my hand. <laughs> and she would look at me. The whole class would look at me. And she made me stand up, and she made me sing the part. And I could sing them. And she went go talk with the fifth grade teachers, the, t- the two teachers. Came back, they would change the whole thing. They made the whole class dance, and then they made me sing by myself. Falsetto. And the whole class was pissed off with me because <laughs> nobody wanted to dance. Um, and so I started for saying, and that's when my family first heard me sing um, at the time. And so my, my grandmother, who raised me, my mama, she was the one who really started for culture me in music and, and in lay. And so she would always tell me that when I go on the stage, I got to 
always for look presentable. You got to wear Allah shirt and make sure your eyebrows straight. <laughs> and then she would say, but make important, more importantly, always wear a lay. Thinking she was either going to make for me or something to that extent, but she never did make for me. And the only thing I knew how to make back then was a tea leaf lay. And so time would go by, and every time I would do little shows here and there, uh, they give you layer, and so I would come home, and if it was a different kind of layer, I would bring them home, take them apart, and try to put them back together. Plenty of times it was hit or miss, uh, but as soon as I would figure out a particular style of layer, then my mama would come, chime in, and tell me, oh, so this is the name of this style. This is um, usually the style we, we use, this kind flora and fauna. We go over here, for go get that kind of stuff. This style is... Uh, connected to this aqua and she would give me the whole nine yards and she did that as years went by for every other style that I would pick up on my own. Fast forward some 15, 20 years, one day I just randomly asked her, Ma, you know all those years when I was, young, when I was younger and I stayed home making nale and she nodded her head and I told her, you already knew how to make all the lays. And she started for giggle, the shoulder stuff for move like this. And I said, how come you never show me? Why you make me figure them out all by myself? How come you never just help me make from the beginning? She said, because if I win, come go make for you, that thing go through one ear, out the other ear, you know, pa. But the fact that you ain't doing, you remember everything? Eh? I said, yeah. I said, you forget anything? She go, I sort of know. She go, yeah. All I do is throw breadcrumb by you. You're the one who pick up everything and make it all. I go freaking smart old lady. Yeah. What a smart old lady. <laughs> well, e- easier back then for get kids for pick up breadcrumbs. No more the kind of smart device. <laughs> no more iPad. Wi-Fi. No more distraction. Yeah. Yeah. So it was yeah. easy, and that's how I en- end up learning. No kidding. Yeah. So, uh, I you know I'm sorry. I, I'm gonna try to take you back because I. Like take advantage since you're here. <laughs> take do you me. do you do you remember the song you sang uh, that day? Yeah, it was Maki Ailana. Please send me a verse. What was <laughs> the the verse or the high verse that they, they were searching was the, for? Was the whole song actually? The the, the music teacher had us had the, the class, the boys and the girls, and she was trying to make parts yes. between the boys and the girls, which she didn't obviously end up getting. And um, when they heard me sing them. The girl part, they wouldn't change the whole thing. Right. So again, all the dancers, I mean, all the my whole class ended up dancing instead. Uh, sorry, not Maki Island. It was Kauluveheo Kekai. And um, so the whole class danced. I didn't need to sing harmony anymore. Instead, they made me sing lead. And then my music teacher's two other friends, I'm assuming, I, did, I didn't know who they were, but they, they ended up backing me up, and I just sang the song solo. And what part is that? Give me, give me one. Give me one. Heho, heno, keike aku, kekae mo wana nuhila, nuike aloha e hiipohine, meke ala okalipo wa. Awesome. My, my voice is all him, yeah. him <laughs> right No, no, I, I'll take that anytime. Uh, so, so music has been a part of your life from from early, uh, and you learned you had a voice that could falsetto, not just tenor, but falsetto, and then all of these skills that you've learned, Kwana, as um, as a master lay maker. You 
if somebody's willing to learn, you are willing to yeah, share. Yeah, you know, yeah. the sad thing for me is in my f- immediate family, no more nobody that, like, pick it up. And um, that's sad. For me, that's sad. And I'm hoping in my lifetime, eventually someone will come up in my family where I can impart all of this Ike knowledge on, onto them because it's from their kupuna. It's from my, my grandmother. My grandmother, is her story is not so different from many others' kupuna where they come from a time period where being Hawaiian was frowned upon, mm-hmm. got the language ripped away from them. And so she came from a time where she learned how to bridge the old with the new. And when I say the old, I, I mean with respect to the old gods and the old um, demigods of the land in which whom some families would worship, some would malama, just take care. And whether you worshiped or not back then, you still aloha the fact that their presence is there. And so you you do certain things a certain way. Like when you go to the river and you can go get opai, or when you go to the mountain and you can go get fruits and bananas or some kind of fruit. You know, certain akua dwell in those areas. And so there's a little bit of a protocol when you go. It's like going to somebody's house. And so Mama, she learned all that kind of stuff. And when it came to her, like I mentioned, she had all that um, st- that stopped. She had to stop. And so she wanted to pass that on into her family somehow as, the, as time went by. And so she had her own family, her own children. She always wanted one boy, and she had five girls. And so she missed that boat. <laughs> And then she started, she had her first grandchild. And her first grandchild was my older sister, Onara girl. And then I was the boy. I was the first boy. And so as soon as I was born, she went, I who me. She take me, never have um, choice my family. She took me, she and she and Hanai me. But never make a bit of difference because my grandmother lived right across the street from my mother. So <laughs> I only went across the street. But um, yeah, so. Everything that was shunned, everything that was ripped away from her, my whole life growing up, she would feed me all that. So I was a recipient of all those, all that information. And so I know so much stuff with respect to certain things. And me, I'm ashamed to tell because the only times you hear certain kind of stories that I tell or certain whatever knowledge I know, I don't know everything, um, you either hear hear it from Kupuna, who's on the brink of death, sorry to say, or you read it in a book, no? And so I try my best. Mm-hmm. So when I go holo holo all over the place and I go share, um, whether it's craft, lay, hula, mele, whatever, I try. I, I try to impart that kind of knowledge on them. And what they do with them, I hope, is something good and righteous, but I, I, at the very least, I hope they pass it on. But see, but your your skills uh, and your all of your knowledge is being embraced across the world. Uh, you have even opportunities to share in Japan. You've traveled the world to share because people want to know about lay making uh, tutorials. Uh, you know, video, whatever it is, yeah. DVDs. They become a part of uh, your way to a tool to to teach more. Um, that's fascinating, though, because you know people. 
don't understand the not not everybody understands the significance of lay. Yeah, you are giving a part of you. Yeah, your mana go into that right. lay. Um, so whenever I do lay workshops, um, it's one of the things I the, the when I um, before we start making lay that I first mentioned at the get go is that they need to be in the right frame of mind. Lest we forget, in Hawaii, we believe that mana, mana manifests. And so when you hana something, when you make lei, that mana go inside your lei. Because the intent of the lei is to give the lei to somebody. So if you get ino ino inside you or any kind funny kind of stuff inside of you or you're angry or you're irritated, any, anything, all that go into the lei, and then you go put them under somebody. Mm-hmm. And then when you, when you give them to somebody <laughs> and then the lei fall apart or something happened to them, that's why, because you put all that burden on them, yeah. So I try, I try to tell people, you know, you gotta be mindful when you make le. If somebody irritate you in the middle of you making le, stop making le. Put them down. Come back, Mumbai, and you go make again. Unless you irritated at that guy, then then, then, then just, you just then, then you just stop. keep going. Yeah, go buy le. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I'm go buy le. <laughs> go, buy. go make popcorn le. <laughs> exactly. Uh, um, I bet you. I, I'm wondering. People call you all the time for for maho oil. I, I, always, I, always, yeah, always. <laughs> like today, for example, yeah. who is who and who in maho oil? Um, I always have messages in my social media that because um, I always try to, um, you know, tell people where I lay today. Even though it's not made, every day is a lay day, and so always where you lay, whether it be pupu nihao or fresh lays, whatever, make a lay, where I lay. And um, I always get people that they say, oh, your lady is so beautiful. I'll take two. And, you know, I'd like to order for my daughter. She lives in um, Switzerland. I go, girl, how am I going to send a thing if I was even going to make a lay for you? How would I get your lady to Switzerland? Hello. Yeah, that all, that so people, to me is my go hair. Even, even some of your closest Family. Yeah, my own family. <laughs> they always ask me for my. I go, ah, shut up. You guys, <laughs> you guys had your chance. You guys know, like, make you guys go buy from Sakisafe. Because somebody came to your house and had lehua blossoms and we go maha you today. Takai. You going to get mad at me. Yeah. No, you know, my, my dear, dear friend, Mr. Casamero, um, he was with his friend the other day and they went go up to one hale and the hale had a big uh, yellow lehua tree. And so the the man had offered Robert folks to pick. And so they would pick one big trash bag worth. And then he came over. He had texted me yesterday. And he came, ended up coming over to my house and had dinner. And he had bagged the trash bag. He's like, okay, look at, he calls me, okay, okay, look at all this beautiful lehua. He said, I was thinking of giving you some. And I was looking to the back. I go, that's enough for one leg. What do you mean going to give me some? He go, well, you know, I figure I come and share. I go, shut up. You let me help you clean. Oh, man, you figure. <laughs> and so I, we ended up sitting down. And I cleaned the whole thing. And then after we piled dinner, he went home. It, what ended up happen, happening is he left the whole thing with me, and I ended up making a life for him. His birthday is coming up, so I'll give him the month okay. since it's birthday, birthday month. month. Happy birthday, Robert Casimiro. Birthday month. Yes. Yes. Uh, you know, May Day is Lay Day in Hawaii. And, and for you, though, every day is Lay Day, correct? It is. Yeah. I try to. Try to practice what I preach, but I I believe you know it's not a singular singular day. Even though you know when we we look back on May Day and what it is in 1927 and how they had concocted the idea, it was such a 
awesome idea to con- concoct, to come up with yeah. and set a day, a holiday for that. But for me, you know, I'm the living, breathing Hawaiian in which whom they're practicing that yes. day. And so for us, it's every day, yeah. not, not just one day. So I tried to get everybody to where they lay. And I, I, you know, I go out there, I say, hey, where you lay? Even the people who get knee how because this, some people, they all own beautiful lays, but only in the safety deposit box. You know, where? <laughs> well, yeah. My friend, uh, I know this is pod- audio podcast, but that, that beautiful lay around your neck is worth <laughs> a lot of color. I wear them for good doctor too. Oh boy. The, the, Everybody tell You're me, a walking you, gold you mine go right there. Like that. I go, yeah, you never know. I'm going to go out there and knock them out. I'm ready to go. Put me in a box. <laughs> how, how many strands you got going this on? This is there? only, this is six, six strand poi poi kahele lani. And you made that? No, my my mother from the home made We'll put a, take a picture and make sure we put that on our website and all our social media. It's a beautiful lay. But I, I got to say, you know, uh, COVID changed all of our lives. Yeah, sure it, it did. changed all of your ways of practicing tutorials, whatever. Um, but this year, May Day, Lay Day celebration is returning. It uh, is. If you will, to Kapiolani Park, which is a great thing. It is. is I know I know. Lay Day is every day for you, but sometimes uh, just to have these kind of opportunities for the world to know, it's a, be- it's a beautiful thing. It, it really, really is. You know, I live out here on the island of Oahu. I'm originally from Hawaii Island. Um, I used to go back and forth as much as possible. I used to live between islands, and then now I'm here predominantly. I shouldn't say predominantly, for a little while more, <laughs> before I go back to Hawaii Island, which is my end game. But, you know, living on this island, I realized how hard it is for me to make lei every day. Because coming from Hawaii Island, you know, majority of our island is forest. Yes. And when we need certain things to make lei. We can literally drive our car right to them. Uh, we don't need hike or risk our life or go get certain things. Um, this island, you got to risk your life. You got to hike. You got to trespass. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do all kinds of stuff, all for the sake of the lay. And so I've done that <laughs> on this island. Um, but I definitely cannot make as often as I would because on, if I was still home, on a normal, this is a normal day for Kuana. You either find me at the Kahakai, I'm either down at the ocean, or I'm up in the mountain. I'm hardly ever home, and if I'm home, it's for clean fish or mekele. It's the it's the only time you catch me, and you always catch me in the garage doing one of the two because I love for fish. Um, and I the the flip side to that coin is I love to be in the mountain. So when I go mountain, I take my time. I go up there, I go pick the palapalai. And one of the things that I do when I go, like when I'm gathering palapalai, I take on certain little shovel that um, is flat. I think they use that that kind for edging your, your yard there yeah, for make the border pretty. I take that kind with me, and when I go pick palapalai in the forest, I use that thing, and then I right in the middle of the bush, I split the whole palapalai, and then I shovel my pot. It's for uh, make more. Mm-hmm. It's like making one cake here. Um, and I love doing that kind of stuff. It's, it's to help replenish our resources, so for make sure we can come back and plant more. 
I do that. Uh, I'm a lama. I'm a, I'm a lama and stuff, but I, I just love being in the forest. And I always tell myself, oh, Akua, if you're ready for me, take me now because this is perfect. I can die right here. I am and I in will heaven, be, yeah. And I will provide nutrients for the trees. <laughs> you know, I feel that way about the ocean. So I, I hear you. If, if I were to go, yeah, when yeah. I'm ready to go, rather, I, I, I want to be in the ocean. Uh, maybe not actively in the ocean, but <laughs> eventually that is my my destination. Uh, funny, not funny. It's interesting that you say that for us because this year's celebration, they, every year they have a theme, mm. and this year's theme is for us. Le, uh, le, what's it? Leva, leva onahele. Leva onahele. Yeah, yeah. So um, try again. Leva onahele. Yeah, for us. Le. So all these people on Oahu this year who are going to try do that theme. They're going to have a hard time fighting. They're going to go hiking. They're going to go hike. <laughs> Trespass. They're going to make the kids go because the, we cannot go. Yeah, you can blame the city for saying, hey, trespassing because that's the theme. But this city. island, usually yeah. everybody go up Ka'ala. Eh? Yeah. That's, that's the mountain because that's where you get the Ali. That's where you get all the pretty stuff. The kind of flowers you see during Mary Monarchs, they're all up there, Ka'ala. But you know, I heard, I, one time I read what you said once about, you don't need flowers. You don't. You don't need flowers to make lay. What does that mean to you? You know, a lot of, a lot, you know, there's so many laymakers, and every laymaker has their own methods in terms of what they do, how they do it, where they go, what they get, and so on and so forth. And a lot of times when we teach lay or when we make lay, we are limited by our resources in terms of what we can make and how we can make them. And so I was advocating for, when I was out, well, I still am, advocating for the lay, I try to tell people, it don't matter where you stay. If no more tea leaf lay, if no, you no more tea leaf, you can still haku. If no more this material, you can still vili. You no more forest, never mind, go floor, floor bath or go to the flower shop. Because get, you don't need make that particular lay. You, you guys no more lehua, but you guys can make the same style of the lay. Yeah, so I try to teach everybody different ways, supplementing certain materials for others mm-hmm. to be able to make a certain style of lay. Because the hakule is the braided lay. It's a three-braid lay. And usually it's done, traditionally it's done with la'i, with tea leaf. And so plenty of people say, oh, we can make that. We know about tea leaf over here. I tell them, never mind. Cut up the trash bag. You can use trash bag. That's a secret. Yeah, that's a secret. For, for a lot of, a lot of hula. Yeah, because when we're yeah. in a pinch, when we travel all over the world and no more yes. tea leaf, we got to use the next best thing. Same tra- color? Trash bag. <laughs> yeah, last forever. <laughs> a little secret unveiled Yeah, little, here. little secrets here. Yeah. yeah. That's so the glad, the glad green bags look just like Perfect. Tea. If you like, you like them smell sweet, you get the fragrant kind bag, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. Uh, you know, we're going to wrap things up, but uh, Kwana, thank you so much. And again, you are a gift to the islands. Mahalo. Uh, you are a gift. Uh, and, and I'm so grateful that you're sharing your knowledge with all who are willing to learn. Because not everybody likes to do that. Not everybody not in, can. Yeah. Not everybody can. Not everybody get the time or they're scared sometimes. Yeah. And so that perception of being maka'u, I think, is need people need to get past that because you cannot be like my family where they say, ah, I had the chance, but I never took the chance for Gomek. I'm here, I'm breathing. Hurry up and come call me. <laughs> <laughs> Before I send you off to, to the forest, I'm going to ask you, 
We're going to play Song Challenge right okay. now. Okay. Because we played that with you many months ago with, yes. uh, with uh, Mr. Robert Casimiro. That was good fun, by the way. Huh? That was. I'm going to just give you one word. Okay. Le. And I got to come Sing up with a song. The time is ticking. <laughs> My God. Thank you. Mahalo. Mahalo for being here. Mahalo. All right, Mahalo Nui, everybody, for joining us. Join us next week for another episode of What School You Went. Until next time, Aweo. What School You Went is a PBS Hawaii production. Music by Taimane Gardner. If you enjoyed this episode, let us know on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And tell your friends. You can find us on pbshawaii.org and everywhere you get your podcasts.